All right. Welcome, everybody, to episode two of the podcast. So I want to start off by telling you guys about what I was just doing before I came here to the studio. And that was I went to Starbucks to get my iced latte. So my girlfriend got me onto this, by the way, is what I get is a iced, non-fat, sugar-free vanilla latte. And it's delicious. And I love it. And it's like 120 calories. So if you've never tried that, go try it. I'm addicted. I get them, I don't know, three, four times a week. But anyway, I went into Starbucks and I went in. I didn't go through the drive-thru because I had, you know, a minute and I wanted to sit down, enjoy the coffee. And I go to order and uh, the barista, the girl, the, the cashier was like, hey, um, have you ever been told like you look like someone before? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, all the time I, you know, do stuff like on, on the internet and people see me and they're like, oh, you look like this or you look like that. And some of them are really nice, but some of them not so much. And she was like, I think you look like George Michaels. And I was like, is that the, the careless whisper guy? And I like started to sing the song in Starbucks. And she's like, well, you, you look like him, but you certainly can't sing like he can. But anyway, I just thought it was funny. And it really reminded me that like, there's so many people out there that are just so like NPC. And you gotta do everything you can to avoid that. I've worked very hard to build myself into somebody that's absolutely a main character. Like the way I move, the way I'm doing things, I'm a commanding presence anywhere I go. And look, it's not just about the way I look, which is a big part of it. Like obviously, look, you know, I work on myself, I, I fucking, you know, I make care, you know, I, I'm really uh, particular about how I dress and I wanna, you know, be a fucking stylish, cool dude, right? But like, dude, I have a presence. And this is something I've been working on for a real long time. And it's not just about how I look or anything like that, bro. But it's in the way I move, the way I carry myself. And people need to think about this shit more. Like, do not walk around like a fucking slouch, dude. Walk around with purpose. Keep your fucking chest up, your shoulders broad. Have a stride, right? Everywhere I walk, bro, I'm, I'm walking with a purpose. I'm going somewhere. I'm doing something. And once you start to really do that, it starts to evolve in other things in your life. Dude, when I'm out and about, man, I'm moving and shaking. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm flirting with old ladies. I'm playing with dogs. I'm smiling at babies. You know, like, I'm out there interacting with people, being a person. And so many people, dude, they're just like, fucking, you know, walking around, sitting, they're fucking slunch. It's just like, bro, do not do that. You got to start living, not just existing, right? And uh, I think that's the worst thing, man, is to be an NPC. So here's how you cannot be an NPC. Number one, you got to start taking care of yourself. And that means going to the fucking gym. If you're not going to the gym, start going to the gym. Treating yourself right, having good hygiene, go get a good haircut, and then fucking also dress well. Wear some fitted clothing. And also, this doesn't even be about money, bro. You can take away all the shit I have and give me a white T-shirt and a pair of jeans, and I'm still going to have that fucking swagger, like, Dude, this is things developed. It's how I move, you know? It's from years of experience of being like, dude, I want to be the shit, you know? So I got to start fucking acting like it. And it starts with everything, bro. So you really got to be conscious about this and, you know, be the main character, man. Don't just exist. Go out there and live. And this means talking to strangers, dude. That's another thing. If, if I'm sitting anywhere and like people are around me, I'm gonna strike up a conversation. I'm just gonna sit there fucking on my phone looking, okay, mindlessly death scrolling fucking Instagram. No, dude, I'm having a conversation. I'm talking to the lady. I'm sitting down next to like somebody on a flight, dude. Somebody sitting next to me, I'm gonna start 
yapping at them, bro. I started talking to this lady. She's telling me she manages like 112 Airbnbs. We had a whole conversation about that. And I was fascinated. But there's so many fascinating people out there. And almost everybody has somebody, something they can offer you. But you'll never know if you don't start talking to them, right? Have a conversation. You never know who you can meet. Um, but seriously, dude, I think one of the biggest things that I've done for myself is create a presence around me. Right, where just I want to be a bad motherfucker, somebody that is you know going out there doing, moving and shaking. That's what it's all about, dude. Um, it reminds me. This is a note I wrote down. I don't know if you guys have ever uh, seen this movie called Nerve. It's uh, it's got one of the um, one of the Franco brothers and this chick, and like it's this concept of this like dark web style game where you sign up and you're either a player or a watcher. Now you got the players and the players are like, basically all the watchers will give them dares and there's like a raffle system or like a, like a money system to it. So it's like, all right, somebody just submitted a dare for like 200 bucks to go like kiss that chick. And then all the watchers are also like got their phones. So there's like a network of cameras and it's like this giant live streaming conglomerate. But anyway, got me thinking about it in real life. And so many people are just watchers. There's not enough players out there. Like, do you want to live your whole life watching other people on your phone, man? Scrolling through Instagram, seeing what other people are doing? I want to go out there. I want to be a part of all of it. I want to be doing that shit. You got to, you know, seriously think to yourself, man. Am I just a watcher? Is that all I'm doing? Am I just spectating the lives of other people? Do I spend my time? I'm just like watching. I'm just spectating. I'm just watching, um whatever, you know, the, your professional sports team or something like that. You're just watching, trying to live vicariously through them, celebrate their wins. Fuck no, dude. Go out and make your own wins. Go play your own game, dude. That's what I'm all about. I'm trying to do my own thing. Um, speaking of being the main character and NPCs and shit, I'm like a huge fantasy nerd. I don't know if people know this, but like I love Harry Potter, like... You know, all the games, I played Skyrim, World of Warcraft, shit like that. And um, all kinds of games, right? I'm also into, like, the shooters and, you know, Modern Warfare 2, whatever, all that kind of stuff. And you got to realize, like, so in video games, you got, like, side quests and you got, like, the main storyline and you got, like, stuff where you got to grind out to, like, get the stuff so you can do the main quest, shit like that. Life's a little bit of the same way, right? And when I, like, this is a serious analogy that I use in my life. So, like, for instance, like, the main thing for me in the gym is, like, lifting the weights, doing the fun shit, fucking bench pressing, squatting, deadlifting, like, doing the, you know, the fun workouts. But I got to do the grindy shit to be able to be really good at that. And, like, the grindy shit is, like, you know, doing cardio. Like, yeah, that shit sucks, but you got to do that to look good. Or, you know, doing some of these, like, accessory workouts, like... It's all part of the bigger thing where, yes, you're grinding and it sucks, but if you can get yourself to do that, you're going to enjoy the fun shit more. It's the same thing in business, bro. Like cold calling, bro, that's just sitting there prospecting, trying to find the motivated lead. It's a grind and that shit sucks. But if you can get yourself to do that, then you're going to have more fun doing the fun stuff, which is making that offer that gets accepted, negotiating with somebody, getting the price you want, making a deal happen, dispo in that deal. That's the fun shit. But you're never going to be able to get there if you're not willing to do the grindy shit, the boring stuff that nobody wants to do. I swear to God, like 90% of success out there is just being able to do the shit that nobody wants to do and do it over and over and over again. I mean, I know in wholesaling that is true because if you're the per kind of person where you can get on a dialer and cold call for six to eight hours every single day, Bro, you can't not be successful with that kind of output. 
But look, I'm going to be the first one to tell you that shit is not fun. It is, a, it is absolutely a grind. But, you know, those who want it, they're going to do it. They're going to make that happen for themselves. That's how it is. Look, you can't all be the main quest. Sometimes you got to do the side quests, which is another thing I've been thinking about. Some people got really dope side quests. And I've been thinking about my life and, like, these different things. And, like, the next side quest I really want to get into in, like, a new stage of my life is, like, collecting sports cars, right? I want to have the garage. I want to have fucking my Huracan. I want to have my 720. I want to have my fucking Ford Raptor and, like, everything, right? I want a different car for every fucking day of the week. Shit like that, right? But that's just a side quest, you know? That's what comes from doing the main quests of building companies and, and building my personal brand and things like that. But even past that, you know who has the dopest side quests? Fucking these billionaires, bro. I was learning about it. You know that um, Bill Gates is just like, yo, my goal is I'm going to cure malaria. Let me just carve out a few billion dollars and just fucking cure malaria. Just change the course of mankind. Bro, that's the shit I'm trying to be doing. I'm not thinking about, look, yes. I want the cars, I want the house, I want that shit. But I want to be at the point where I'm the motherfucker that's like, oh, yo, I'm going to go carve out a few billion. I'm going to go cure baldness. All of a sudden, dudes don't get fucking bald anymore. Why? Tyson Smith fixed that shit. Or whatever it is, you know, I could do the same thing for fucking like diabetes. Boom, done. Nobody gets diabetes anymore because Tyson figured out a way that shit doesn't happen. How do you do that? You gotta have a fucking shitload of money to throw at the problem, right? But also, you know, the, the business acumen of building a structure, figuring out how to problem solve. Because that's really all building business is, right? You're identifying a problem and you're coming up with a system for how to consistently solve that problem effectively. And that's this whole, this is this whole skill set you're learning when you're building a business. It's just learning how to, okay, how do I create this function where a problem comes in and out comes a solved problem and then people pay you for it? Like that's what wholesaling is. It's just this whole function of, okay, somebody has a problem. This house sucks. How do we figure out a way to get them what they want and then get it to somebody else who needs it? Boom, win-win situation. You get paid in the middle, right? That's all anything is. And so I think that as I grow, as I build more businesses, I'm just going to want to keep chasing that next level. Like, it's not even about the money or the things you can buy past a certain point, right? Like, once you've got 50 million, 100 million, you can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want. You can fly private, but, dude, hotels only get so nice. They're only making, you know, cars only get so expensive. You can only fucking eat out so many times. Past where it's like a certain amount of money, it's just like you're just fucking keeping score at a certain point, right? But I want to get to that level where it's like, I'm going to go fucking save the world, right? Something, something bad happens, boom, Tyson Smith, there, fucking billions of dollars, fix that problem, shit like that. But that's another thing, dude. Um, when I'm saying this, I'm not just like thinking like, oh, like not, no fucking, what's the guy's name? Uh, Bruno Mars, like, I want to be a billionaire. So fucking bad. I, no, I'm not like that. I'm like, no, I'm seriously going to do this. Like, it's not just a funny idea or something like that. Like, I'm actually going to get there. And the reason why is because, dude, I'm dedicating my life to this shit. And I'm not just like, well, one day, you know, I'll fucking make a company and then this and that. And I'm waiting. No, I'm actively doing this. I'm building myself up. I'm getting, you know, I've got this base, this, this layer, right? 
building a couple companies, but all of a sudden that's going to grow. And then I'm going to start doing more and more and more. And every single time I get up to that new level, that's what's going to get me into that fucking billionaire with the B status to where I can start making these big mankind changing moves. That's what we're all about, baby. We got big fucking goals here. Now I'm lucky because I was very fortunate. Like, look, it's not like I came from like a ton of money, but I've always been, you know, comfortable and whatnot. But the biggest thing that I've had is I've had a father who always encouraged me. It was like, nah, dude, you can do whatever the fuck you want, man. When I was little, he's like, you could be a professional soccer player. Fuck yeah. Now, come on. No. I wasn't like, dude, there are kids out there that are playing soccer fucking 12 hours a day. I was not doing that shit. I'm also naturally just, I don't fucking have the proclivity of somebody that's an athlete, right? I can't fucking jump nine feet high and I'm not fucking super tall or anything like that. Now, yes, jacked, but look, doesn't mean I'm athletic. I don't have the coordination or anything like that. I can pick heavy thing up and put heavy thing down. And it, if you give me a straight line, I can run <laughs> through that pretty fast. That's about it. But it's like, even though I didn't have that, I was still always pushed to believe, yes, I could go do that, right? Now, he did always back it up. He's like, well, if you do want to be there, then you need to start putting in more time, more effort. But more things than that, he was always like, bro, fucking start a business. And it didn't matter that I was in middle school or anything like that. He was like, start a business, bro, do it. Start making money, right? I was like, I'm going to be a teenage millionaire. He's like, fuck yeah, dude. How are you going to do it? Let's talk about it. Let's give you the resources, right? Let's do something. And to have somebody, especially my father, somebody who always believed in me, to, to be able to achieve things like that is massive. And now I know not everybody has that, and that puts me at a significant advantage. But that's why I'm going to be here to tell you guys. I've met a lot of really, really rich people. Now, I don't know any billionaires personally, but I can tell you out of all these really, really rich people, they're just normal. They're just, they're, there's nothing, they're not, all, they're not crazy smart. They don't have anything different. They're just people. And everybody's listening to this, you're just a person too. But if you start to really believe in yourself and you start to create a plan and then you execute on that plan, what the fuck can't you achieve, right? People have done a lot crazier things that make money. I think that if you just put yourself in a position where you can go forward, build something, then you can make it happen for themselves. And that's just another thing, man. You got to start believing in yourself for real. One thing I want to talk about, um, I learned of, uh, now I've heard this quote a bunch. I've heard little shortened versions of it, but I actually looked it up and like learned about it. So uh, I'm told that uh, back in the early 1900s, there was this man. He was the president of the United States. His name was Teddy Roosevelt. And after he was president, he fucking did just a bunch of dope shit. He was torn around Africa, killing fucking crazy animals and shit. Just, I don't know, being a badass. And uh, while he was doing that, doing more dope shit, fucking he was, you know, putting on these speeches and uh, entertaining and motivating people. And in one of them, I want to read an excerpt from the, uh, from the speech. He said, It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again. Because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at worst, if he fails, 
at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Bro, I want to be the man in the fucking arena every single day, bro. Not enough people are doing this. This goes back to the whole fucking player-spectator thing, dude. Every single day, I'm trying to do something that makes me uncomfortable, that puts me in the spotlight, that challenges me to do fucking great things, right? Whether that's doing shit like this, like being on this podcast. I don't know if you guys know, but sitting here, I'm surrounded. I got these cameras and stuff. I'm just, I got to sit here and talk for 45 minutes and just make stuff up. But I'm the man in the arena right now. And I'm going to have some dumb fuck who's going to, you know, be in my comments, be like, oh, you fucking stuttered or you said some stupid ass shit, whatever, right? Fuck that. I'm the fucking man doing this shit. Not you fucking sitting there watching, commenting, being a fucking little bitch. But it's not just about this, bro. I want to do everything. I want to put myself out there and fucking do the shit. I do not want to be the guy that's just sitting on the fucking couch pointing out, oh, bro, if I was a fucking quarterback, I would have thrown the ball way better. Nah, bro, fuck you, fuck that. We don't do that shit, right? It's all about fucking doing, being the person, being that fucking guy who's doing the things. That's what I want to do. Right. And it, there's a little part about it, bro. This, the, the end part, dude. So that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. So that little line right there, it reminds me of uh, a concept in this book by Napoleon Hill called Outwitting the Devil. Now, I still have more to learn about Napoleon Hill because he also wrote this book called Think and Grow Rich, which I don't know. I'm not really a fan of. I know everybody talks about it. And they're like, oh, it's so good. I think it's kind of a cop-out. Oh, yeah, just imagine you're going to be rich, and then you will. No. But in Outwitting the Devil, that book I really enjoyed. He talks about this concept of, he has this, like, analogy towards God and the devil, and, like, God is all that is positive in the world and all the positively charged ions and the devil is all that is negative and all the, the negatively charged ions. But he talks and he says the work of the devil is somebody who's drifting through life. Somebody who's just moving, you know, by the current of life and they're just kind of floating along. Whatever happens in life is what pushes them to wherever there is they're going. They don't have a purpose. They don't have something they're building towards, Right? Those are the cold and timid souls who don't know anything about victory or defeat. Fuck that, right? You need to have a purpose. I have somewhere where I'm going. And I don't know if people seriously think about this. I talked about this last time. I don't know if people have like a serious thing of like, here's where I want to be. Here's where I want to go. They have an idea. Oh, I'd sure like to get promoted and be in the manager of the fucking who's a what's, right? And I'm like, I sure would like that raise or you know, get this point. Nah, dude, you got to have a definite goal, something. Here's who I'm going to be. So let's talk about that, right? I'm like, look, dude, I see these guys like Ed Milet, Grant Cardone, Tony Robbins. They go up on stage and they motivate fucking thousands of people. They're on, they're on social media and they're fucking motivating hundreds of thousands, millions of people. That's what I'm trying to do. I want to bring out the best in everybody and I want to be where those guys are at, right? But that's just phase one. Right? And how am I going to get there? Right? Because I'm not just talking about that. I'm not just saying, oh, I want to be like Ed Milet. What am I doing right now? 
you know? I'm doing things every single day to put me in a position to be that guy. I'm going up. I'm, you know, finding opportunities for me to show other people what's possible, what they can do, right? I'm going to be that fucking asshole that tells you you're fucking up in life. You're not fucking reaching your full potential. And here's what you need to do to start to get there, right? Bro, I was having a conversation. I was having a conversation with my girlfriend. And I said, we're, I was talking about, like, motherfuckers walking around being all sorry. Like, walking around with a slouch. They got a fucking frown on their face. They're fucking walking, like, on their phone. Just fucking zombies, right? And I was like, bro. Actually, is what it was, was we were at Target, and there was this guy checking us out. And, like, bro. He's just such a sorry motherfucker. I was like, dude. Nah, like I wanted to seriously take this guy. Like he was like, he was like, oh, like how, like, like how's your guys' day going? And we're like, good, bro. We're fucking, you know, we're doing this. We're about to make these, uh, fucking healthy brownie things, and we're gonna watch a movie, bro. How about you? He's like, oh well, you know, I'm at work. I wanted to fucking take the guy and be like, bro, what led you to right here, man? Why are you like this? Now, obviously, I don't know what happened in this guy's life. But he was sitting there, bro. He had some dorky-ass fucking haircut. He's fucking again. He slouched over. And I wanted to take the kind of like, bro, no, no, no. Let's fucking change that. Let's fucking, first of all, fucking pick your chest up. Hold your fucking shoulders out. Let's do something about that hair. Shave that shit off, bro. It's a lost cause. Zip, go bald. You'll be way better, right? Stand up. Let's go to the fucking gym. Let's work on that posture, right? I went, And I was like, afterwards, we are having a conversation. I was like, Meredith, I'm telling you, bro. Any person out there. I could take them and I could turn them into at least a seven, like on the fucking scale of attractiveness, right? Now, I know that this is kind of a fucking shallow thing to say, but whatever. I think I could, dude. I think I could take any person out there and fucking fix them. You fucking show them how to fucking, you know, fucking hold themselves, how to walk, give them a fucking haircut, give them some clothes that fit, get them in shape, take them to the fucking dentist, get some fucking, you know, their shit fucking fixed. I could turn any person out there into a seven, I swear to God. Now, yes, there are some things out there that are, like, terrible fucking things and diseases that, you know, make you unsightly and obviously whatever. The exception is not the rule. But I swear to God, dude, I could fucking take some people and we could, we could like, make them fucking beautiful. But it just all comes down to people just let themselves go, bro. They drift. They're just letting life fucking take them by and beat the shit out of them. Nah, dude. Like, it's like that fucking, um, you know, Finding Nemo? They're in the fucking, they get in the current, and they're just like, you gotta fucking just move with it, right? You fucking, nah, dude. Like, people are just getting pushed around. They're getting the shit beat out of them by the current. The current is fucking like white water rafting, and they're just getting fucking tossed around, fucking put it all over the place. It's because they don't have any direction. They don't have anywhere that they're going, right? You need to have a clear goal. So if you haven't already, every single person needs to take down, and they need to write... Here I am today. Here's today's date. What's today's date? It's October, October 11th. It's October 11th. Today is October 11th. Here's where I'm currently at in life. And here's what I don't fucking like, right? So this is me. I'm going to be like, I don't fucking like that I don't drive a Lamborghini fucking Huracan Performante. I don't like that I don't have a fucking big ass house on Camelback Mountain, right? So there's some shit that I don't like because I want those fucking things. And I'm going to say... I am going to go fucking get that. I'm going to go get that car. I'm going to go get that house. And here's how. I'm going to do it. By, I'm going to start this fucking podcast. And I'm going to fucking do it. And I'm going to build people up. And I'm going to show them how to do what they are. And then I'm going to start fucking selling ad revenue. And I'm going to have sponsored deals. And we're going to have fucking guests paying to come on. And shit like that, right? That's just one example. This is one thing I'm building, 
right? There's other things as well. But it's like, there, now I've got a plan of action. And that's one year. You need to do this not just for next year where you want to be. You need to do this in five years. Here's where I'm going to be, and here's how the fuck I'm going to get there. And you need to do it here in 10 years. Here's where I'm going to be, and here's how I'm going to get there, right? I said it last time. People vastly overestimate what they can do in a year and vastly underestimate what they can do in five. Life's a long game, man. You got to make sure you're putting in the work, right? Make sure that you're building something that you're going to be proud of. Make sure that you're spending your life in a way, you're spending each and every day in a way that gets you forward to where you want to go. Right? You want to be the fucking man in the arena. The man who other people are criticizing. Because you know what? That's a fucking good thing. If you got people criticizing you, that means they're watching you. Now, this is assuming you're fucking doing good things. Don't be the piece of shit who's fucking on the internet doing bad shit having people criticize, then you know what, you're a fucking scumbag, fuck you. But, right, go out there and fucking do something for yourself. Be who you fucking are, right? Talk to a lot of people, and they're saying like, dude, I wanna put myself out there. I wanna fucking, um, you know, I wanna start talking about this on the internet. I'm like, well, what's stopping you, bro? Like, well, look, dude, I just don't know where to start. Bro, just start doing it. Just start doing it. Things will come along the way, right? But you just start taking that action and watch how things open up. Doors and opportunities will open and they will present themselves and a clearer picture will be provided once you just start taking the action. And this is just with all things in life, man. So many people, how do I get started wholesaling? That's one of the most common questions I get. If I look at my DMs right now, I probably got fucking 10 people that are like, Tyson, what are the first things you would do to get started wholesaling? Start talking to people, right? Get on the phone. Start talking to people. I've said it so many times. There's so many ways out there you can find sellers. Now, is this the very best way? No. It's not the most optimal way to, to wholesale real estate. But when you're just getting started, it's not about optimizing. It's about building the habit. Same thing with the gym, right? Tyson, how do I get started in the gym? I don't know. Do I need to be doing the, the, the heavyweight the low reps or the, the, the dude or I heard this diet plan has this and they don't make me feel this way no 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 look no 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 do whatever you want build the habit first we optimize later right because in the beginning you don't know what you don't know right you need to build yourself up to the point where then all of a sudden you can start to optimize because you're gonna have a better idea of where it is you're gonna be going that's what I'm talking about all right, here's another thing I want to talk about. I made a TikTok, and I was talking about how, like, I don't give a fuck about politics, and, right, I don't care if the Democrats or the Republicans are winning. And, uh, of course, I got these people that are like, dude, you can say that politics don't affect you at all, but um, actually, if you notice the interest rates and then this and that, and fucking you're a white male, so you have it totally different, right? Fucking dorks in my comments fucking feeling sorry for themselves saying shit like this. Here's what I have to say to you. No. Nobody starts off at the same fucking point. Everybody has a different starting position in this fucking race. Now, are you going to fucking wake up one day and realize that somebody else had a better starting place than you and fucking bitch about it? Is that what you're going to do? Then you're a fucking loser, dude. Look, yes, there are some things that are absolutely outside of your control. If you're born in some place that's fucking war-torn, that's fucking terrible. We need to do something about that and help. But look, if you're fortunate to be born in, in America, then that means that you have internet access. Do you know how much free shit is out there where you can learn how to change your life? There's so much free shit that is out there that you can learn how to change your life. It's a matter of taking the action. But you know what? 
taking the action is not the easy way. It's a lot easier to say, no, life isn't fair. I'm fucked because I have this, this, and this, and I can't do it. Way too many people are going to do that, right? Makes me sad because we are in this time of so much opportunity. You know, I mentioned it last episode. I said, I'm so fucking thankful to be alive right now. We got things like the iPhone. Bro, we got things like the internet and YouTube. You can go out there and you can become a fucking expert on almost any topic, yet you use your fucking phone to what? Look at fucking cat videos and fucking naked chicks. That's it? Bro, there's a wealth, there's a fucking so much information fucking right here in your pocket. But do you want to do the hard shit of actually opening up and fucking learning something? No, dude, too many people, they're too lazy. They're like, well, no, I don't know. Dude, no, you don't know what you don't know. But the information's out there, and it is for free. So frustrating to me. It's, th it's this victim mentality that exists where it's so much easier to be the victim and say that shit isn't fair. Well, I have this or this excuse or that. And it's like, dude, every single person can come out and do that. Now, yes, I admit, I have so many things that put me in a better fucking starting spot. I am, right, I'm a white male. I fucking, I'm, I'm fucking good looking as shit. I fucking have a father who always pushed me to fucking do or be whatever it is I want. And that puts me at a significant fucking, you know, very good starting spot. You're absolutely correct. But I'm not over here like, well, somebody else, they actually, they were born and they had this connection and fucking, no, dude, that's, I don't even fucking have that in my life. I don't think about that, bro. It's me versus me every single day. Control the things that you can control and accept the things you can't do your best to mitigate them. But every single person has something that they could be doing that will get them to where they want to go. But they have this fucking voice in their head that says, you really ought to be doing this. Like, you you know, you should be going to the gym. You should be fucking making that phone call, this, that. But they don't fucking listen to it. That's that fucking, that's the good voice in their head that's telling them the shit that they know they need to do, but they fucking lie quiet because they, they got this other fucking voice that's like, no, 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 no. You don't need to do that. That's too hard. You should just fucking sit back down and guess what? There's this new fucking show on Netflix and they, that would be so much easier to go do that, right? We all have these two voices. <sighs> we all have these two voices. Which one are you going to let win, man? Right? We got the fucking little, we got the devil on your shoulder that's telling you to be a little bitch. And you have the fucking jacked ass gladiator fucking angel that's like, motherfucker, go seize the day. It is fucking Tuesday morning. You need to go out. You need to go to the fucking gym. Go eat something fucking healthy and then start doing something that's going to help you build your legacy, whatever the fuck that may be, right? If your fucking legacy is you want to fucking, uh, whatever, bro. I mean, for me, like, I want to fucking, I want to motivate people, right? I want to bring out the best in people. I want to show them how they can change their life by making simple tweaks to their everyday habits. I want to show you, hey, listen, dude, if you fucking, look, because here's another thing, man. There are a lot of people who are like, dude, I'm trying. I am consistent. Because tell you what, bro, I've been, I've been going to a lot of gyms. I go to them regularly. And there are motherfuckers that I see in there. And they're in there every fucking day. And they still look like shit. They look like fucking bags of mayonnaise. And I'm like, God damn, dude, you're in here every day. Why do you still look like that? And it's, look, it's because they are consistent, right? But they're doing something else. They're fucking somewhere else up in their life. And I guarantee you it's their fucking diet. Because, look, it doesn't fucking matter that you work out every day. If you eat like shit, you're going to look like shit. And there's no way around that. Fucking, here's another thing I'm going to clue you in on, dude. Look, 
I fucking, right, I'm, I'm a fucking specimen. And it's not because of how hard I work out. Now, yes, I'm in the gym. I'm fucking doing what I need to do. But I'm mostly just having fun with it, dude. The reason why I look good is because of what I eat, 100%. It's because I say no to all kinds of shit. I don't fucking eat. I'm hungry all the time. That's just what it is. But I like that shit, right? I want to be fucking hungry. Like, dude, it keeps me fucking motivated, right? I need to, like I said, man in the fucking arena. I need to be uncomfortable. I need to put myself in uncomfortable positions because that's what gets me forward. But people are consistent, right? They show up. They go to work every single day, right? They show up to the same job. And they're consistent, bro. They're doing that. But it's not fucking working out for them. You need to start making little changes, dude. You need to start getting selfish. You need to start thinking about yourself. Now, number one, another thing that I've kind of thought a lot about, and it has to do with fitness. Because there are some people who are like, dude, Tyson, I don't want to be jacked. I don't want to look like you. I don't like the way that looks. And to that I say, I mean, okay, pussy, but okay. Um, that's fine. But one thing you need to realize is you don't need to go and fucking be jacked, but you do need to be healthy. You, if you, like, this is the, here's the thing about, like, fitness. It is the one thing that you yourself have absolute control over. Nobody else can fuck up the fitness for you. It's only up to you. Whereas, like, there's no other variables. You are the only person who has control over what you put in your body, of what you decide to eat. You're the only person who has control over what kind of activity you're doing that day, like physical activity. The only person. Nobody else can fuck that up for you. When it comes to, like, you know, building a business or your finances, way more variables involved. Other people can fuck that shit up for you, right? Now, again, you still are the majority, but there are external factors. I like fitness because it is the one thing that you have 100% control over, and it is the thing that will build discipline. When you're on this journey to getting fit, you're going to have to learn how to be in complete control of your body, of not being a slave to your desires, right? Because I'll tell you what, you know, my, obviously it's not like one day I woke up and it's like, all right, I don't fucking eat junk food anymore. I work out every single day automatically. I do cardio every single day automatically. It wasn't like that just happened overnight. These were habits that I've been building over the last 10 years of me going to the gym. So you start to implement one thing, right? You start to implement just going to the gym and then that becomes a habit that you have. And then now, yes, yeah, sometimes you might fall off or whatever, but once you keep it going, you're on this habit. And it's like, um, it's a thing like, something I'll tell you is like, I don't know if you remember in, like, if, I, don't know, I don't know if you guys are in school watching this or if you used to be, but I can tell you it's a lot harder to go from a D to an A plus than it is to just maintain an A plus. Once you get to a point, maintaining is a lot easier than trying to make this fucking big stretch. So over time, these gradual things move you up from a D to a C, a C to a B, you know, a B to an A. Those are the big jumps that takes a lot of time. But once you get to a certain point, like where I am, bro, maintenance is honestly pretty fucking easy. I already have the habits built in. I've got like the fucking muscle mass. That shit just doesn't go away overnight. So, I mean, dude, I can. Now, I don't because I fucking love the gym. But, dude, I could fucking not go to the gym for months and I'm still going to look great. It's because I've spent years and years of building this up. kind of lost my train of thought. I don't even remember what I was talking about. The point of this is, is that when it comes to fitness, it's, it's such an integral part that needs to be in everybody's life because it's the foundation for discipline. When you're able to control what your body does every day and what you're eating every day, that is such a good uh, foundation for discipline. 
because then you're able to control the activities that you're going to do when it does come to building your business. You're going to be able to get yourself to do that hard, boring shit that you have to do because it's what's going to get you results, right? But it's not the easy way to do things. I mean, in America right now, there's this fucking movement of like, no, it's okay. Everybody's different sizes. I hate that shit, dude. It's not okay. Like, this idea that fat is healthy, no, it the fuck it is not in any way, shape, or form. Like, bro, people are like, dude, you're a fat shamer. Yeah, dude, what? Like, bro, how are you supposed to take care of anything else in life if you can't even take care of your own body? And, like, there's zero things like there's no excuse for it people are like i have a thyroid issue all right i mean look personally i don't have a thyroid issue so i, I can't tell you exactly from experience but i can tell you this is i looked it up and i've learned that a thyroid issue is going to affect your daily calories burned by like 100 to 200 calories a day does that put you at a disadvantage yeah absolutely is that manageable? Uh, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? 100 to 200 calories? That's like, what, a fucking cup of ranch? It's not a fucking excuse, dude. Everybody out there, fitness is free. You literally just go run. And you can do that anywhere. You just uh, stand up and go for a run literally anywhere. Oh, there you go. Do that fucking an hour a day. Good. Stop eating so much. Anyway, I mean, here's the thing, dude. I feel like it's just, it puts you at such a disadvantage not to take care of yourself. Bro, when your body is in peak condition, it affects everything, bro. It affects your brain. It affects your energy levels. Like, I'm ready to fucking go, attack the day, do the things I need to do. And that stems from all this energy I have because I fuel my body appropriately. Dude, this morning, I woke up automatically. It's like, yeah, dude, I'm gonna have a fucking, a bunch of fruit, some fucking carbs. Boom, good to go. Like, that's what I've eaten today. I had fucking a banana, 100 grams of, like, mixed fruit and a fucking 140 grams of yogurt, like, like, Greek yogurt. So I've got the fucking, I got the probiotics and shit. I got the good fucking carbs. I had a fucking, I had my, my sugar-free non-fat latte. Like, dude, I'm ready to go. If you look at somebody like myself who started the day by immediately, right, fueling my body with something nutritious, going to the gym, doing, you know, some resistance training, squatting fucking 315 pounds, moving it lightweight, obviously, and then fucking doing some other shit and then doing 15 minutes of cardio and then, um, right, then like moving on and like doing things like this. Like I'm out here, I'm working right now. Some, take somebody who does that every single day versus somebody who fucking wakes up you know, fucking 30 minutes before they have to be at work. They wake up, they fuck, oh, fuck, dude, get on my fucking phone or do whatever and then drive to work and, you know, that's their morning. Who do you think over fucking five years is going to be able to accomplish more, right? It's like, it's like, well, what a stupid fucking question, Tyson. Obviously, the guy, yeah, exactly. It's obvious. So why aren't you doing it, right? Time to start taking accountability for yourself. All right. Got a couple more points here. Um, so somebody DM'd me. And also, for everybody that's reached out to me, like I've had so many of you reach out and say the nicest shit about episode one of the podcast. And 
to all of you, I'm so serious. It means so much to me, you guys saying that. Like, I really do appreciate it, and I really hope that, you know, you guys are able to get something from these. I really enjoy doing them a lot, but it is for you guys. I seriously do want to help. I know sometimes you're going to be like, dude, Tyson's kind of a fucking asshole, but, yeah, I'm the asshole who's going to get you to where you want to go. But thank you for reaching out. And another thing is some people have been like, hey, I'm struggling with this. Could you talk about this? Absolutely, I can. If you have something that you want me to talk about, you want me to learn about, send me a fucking message. In fact, I'm going to get it set up where I'm going to have like a, um, in my bio where you can go and like submit like, hey, Tyson, I'm really struggling with X. Or, hey, could you talk about how you handled this? And we'll talk about it. I'll do that. I'll answer your questions. I'll have that set up by the time this episode's out. So if you do have something, go to Instagram, Tyson underscore Smith, T-Y-S-O-N underscore S-M-I-T-H. Click the link tree and there's going to be a button that says, um, let me solve your problem. And you can go in there and it's going to be an anonymous little text box. You can type something and then I'll fucking answer it, right? We'll, we'll go ahead and do that. But somebody asked me, they said, Tyson, can you give me some tips on negotiations? Absolutely right. Hey, yes, I can. I love negotiating. It's so much fun. It's like, a, it's a chance to like fucking, you know, it's like a, it's like a duel sort of right? You've got something you want. Somebody's got something they want. And you're trying to fucking meet in the middle and make a deal happen. Now they were talking specifically about wholesale negotiations. I've got a couple tips for you. Number one, never negotiate against yourself. It's been a huge problem that I've been seeing, um, like with, uh, people on my sales team and people on other sales teams is they are too much on the side of the seller where it's like, okay, let's go back down to square one here. We can only help the sellers if we have it at a price that's going to make us be able to disposition the property, right? So stop trying to stretch to make whatever seller's number work. Doesn't, doesn't matter the situation. Well, hey, the lien payoff is more than what we can pay, then it's not a deal, right? We, we got to go a different avenue or, or anything like, well, they said that if they can't walk away with $50,000, then they, they can't do it. Well, it doesn't matter then. It's not a deal. You have to stay firm on whatever it is you can or cannot do. Stop trying to give them hope and be like, oh, let me go check and see if we can make that happen. No, you know what your MAO is. Stay fucking firm on it, right? But people are afraid to lose a deal. When it gets in these situations, especially if you're like a beginner, where it's like, fuck, dude, we're offering 100. They said at 107, like we can make it. But you know that you're going to try and sell this at 110. So you're going to try and you're going to have no room there, right? If your number is 100, the seller wants, they said, well, at 107, we can have a deal, and your dispo price is at 110. The beginner is going to be like, well, let's just fucking lock it up, try and make three grand. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say, no, dude, we got to be at 100. In fact, I'm going to be, we got to be at fucking 95, because I want to have room here, because I want to be able to make sure that I can take care of this for the seller. I do not want to have to call them and say, hey, look, I'm sorry. Uh, we looked at this with our finance partners, and we can't make it work at that price. We need to be here. I don't ever want to have to do that. Do I have to do that sometimes? Yes, but I don't want to have to do that right? When I give them the price, I want to be able to, to act on that price. So I'm not going to go and be like, well, yeah, let's try and make that 107 work or let's come up to 105 because now we're just trying to make five and there's no room for error there because I want to be able to submit this to a buyer. And if the buyer says, Hey, I got to pay 95 for it. And if I got it at 90, then we're good to go, right? There's still money there. We, we can make that happen. Stop negotiating against yourself on behalf of the seller. You know what your MAO is. Stay firm. That's my number one tip. My number two tip, and this is just the best sales advice that I could possibly think of, and that's that you know what separates 
a fucking closer from an average salesman, right? An average salesman, they're like, oh, dude, I can build rapport. They're probably like an extroverted person, um, like a high eye on the disc test, right? They can talk to people, make friends, things like that. Sure, that can make you an average salesman. Anybody who's like outgoing and friendly can go become an average salesman and they can go get deals. They're going to get the low-hanging fruit because they can get on the phone with somebody, have a conversation, be likable, you know, be somebody that they want to do business with, and that's great. But if you want to take it to that next level, if you want to become a closer, you have to be able to get people to make decisions that they might sometimes feel uncomfortable with, but that will end up benefiting them. Let me say that again. If you want to become a closer, you need to be able to get people to make a decision that might be uncomfortable to them, but will end up benefiting them. Here's what I mean. A lot of people that we deal with in wholesaling are in really poor situations, things like their house is in foreclosure. And some people don't realize how fucking real that is. And it's mind-boggling to me. Now, I've never been in that situation, but a lot of these people I've dealt with, they, like, think that they're just going to find something else or some other solution is going to fall from the sky for them. Where it's like, I'm taking a look at their property, and they are like, dude, this thing is worth $300,000 all day long. And it's like, well, yeah, ARV is 300000 but if you want to get there, you're going to have to do this, this, and this. And it doesn't make sense to any investor unless we're at 180000 and they're like, well, but these houses, whatever. And it's like, well, look, dude, yes, I see that there are houses that are selling for 300000 But if we need to get there, we need to, you know, we're going to have to do this, this, and this. It's going to cost us that amount of money. And because of that, we, you know, we need to make money as well. We need to be at 180000 That's something we can do to make this work. Now, you said that your house is getting foreclosed on in a month. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, if, we, if we're able to give you 180000 what does that leave you with? And like, well, no, yeah, we can make money. It'll get us out of the situation, but the houses are worth 300000 and they get stuck on this, something like that. Well, Mr. Seller, what's your alternative? 180 doesn't work. What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to go out and I'm going to go find something. I'm going to sell it for 300000 But you know, because you're a professional and you're looking at it and you're like, dude, nobody's going to pay $300,000 for this, right? Like every single investor offer is going to be right there in that 180000 could they go find somebody who's going to sell it for 190 or buy it for 190 Yeah, maybe. But I'm telling you what, dude, all of us like pro wholesalers, all of our offers are in the same fucking ballpark. But a closer is going to be able to tell that person, they're going to be able to make them understand that, hey, Mr. Seller, like, <laughs> if it's not me, bro, and you don't take this, you don't get moving on this, you're going to lose your fucking house, man. Is that what you want? Right? You need to be able to have that real fucking conversation with them. And that's going to be uncomfortable as a motherfucker. But being able to have that uncomfortable conversation and be able to get them to see that, hey, look, this is kind of the decision you've got to make. You told me you have this problem. Here's the solution. What's well, stopping you, right? But they might be uncomfortable because they're like, they feel like they're moving, they're leaving money on the table or whatever it is. But you got to be able to show like, dude, what's the alternative, man? Like, you want to lose your fucking house? Fucking wreck your credit? Like, okay. But that's what this is going to be. Now, there's other situations of this, too. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll relate this uh, to, to some of, like, the, uh, like the um, education that we sell, right? So I'll talk to people on the phone. They're like, dude, I really want to learn. I want to build. I want to scale my wholesaling business. You know, we're doing one or two deals a month. 
right? We're making 20, 30 grand a month. We really want to get up to that six figures every single month. Okay, if I understand you correctly, your problem is you're not doing enough deals. And the solution is you want to do more deals. Yes, Tyson. Okay. Here is how we will show you how to do that. We're going to show you our marketing processes to get more leads, more motivated leads. The more motivated leads you have, the more good conversations you're going to have with people who actually want to sell their house. The more offers you're going to be able to make, the more offers you're going to be able to make, the more contracts you're going to get, the more contracts you're going to get, the more deals you're going to do. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. So we're going to show you all of our all of our processes for generating those leads, how we have those conversations to turn them into signed contracts, how to sell those contracts. That will show you how to get more deals, get you that six-figure a month mark, right? Yes. Okay. Do you believe that we're the people who can solve your problem? Yeah, I mean, look, I see. I know that you're doing this in your business, and RJ's doing that in his business, and Naaman is doing this in his business. I see that. Okay. All right. Well, here's the price. Oh, yeah, I don't know if we can do it anymore, this, that. Well, it's like, okay. I mean, you told me you have this problem. You told me that you want to get to this point, right? If it's not me who's going to show it, who else is? Oh, well, no, I think we can just like figure it out. How well is that going for you so far? You wouldn't have reached out to me to show you how to do this if you were doing everything just fine, would you have, right? They might be uncomfortable spending the money to learn what we can show them, but if that's what they want, I'm going to help them make that decision. That is what's going to separate your average salesman from a fucking closer. Got to be comfortable making people, not making, but helping people make uncomfortable decisions that you know will be good for them based on the information they've provided for you. Somebody has provided me information that they need to sell their house because it's in foreclosure. I'm going to help them get to the other side of that. Somebody has provided me with the information that they're looking to scale their business upwards. I'm going to help them make a decision that's going to help them get to that point. That's because I'm a fucking closer. Those are my tips for negotiation. Now, final point before we wrap up is I was thinking about the name of the podcast. And right now I had Tyson talk, and I think that's cool and whatever. But it kind of lacked a little something, right? Like, what is this fucking about? And I was looking at, 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 you know, what I've been talking about, and it's like, dude, I'm speaking to the people who are fucking not about the status quo, who don't want to fucking be that fucking fat, bag of mayonnaise, piece of shit, fucking working the shitty job that they hate to make just enough money to fucking pay the bills and put food on the table, right? I'm talking to the people who are going to be fucking outside that, who don't want to do that, who want to fucking be fucking jacked, have a fucking presence, make a fuck ton of money, do whatever it is the fuck they want, right? I'm talking to the fucking rebels out there who don't give a shit about what everybody else is doing, who want to do what the fuck they want to do. So we're changing the name, dude. This is the fucking rebellion now. Right? This is the fucking rebellion with Tyson Smith. And if you guys are fucking listening to this, then you're a fucking rebel with me. And you guys are going to fucking come along on this journey of how we're going to fucking change people's lives and how we're going to get them outside of the status quo. How we're all going to hold each other personally accountable for our fucking, for our health, for our finances, and for our relationships, right? 
That's what this is about, bro. We're building a fucking community here. And that's what I want. I want a fucking community of fucking killers. I want people who listen to this podcast that are like, yeah, dude, fuck yeah. We're fucking, we're doing big shit. We're not fucking doing that normal stuff. We're not fucking, we're not fucking being fat bags of mayonnaise. We're not fucking working for 60 grand a year. We're fucking doing it big. We're living our life on our own terms. We have a vision of where we're going to go and we're going to fucking help each other. Because like I said, dude, we're a fucking community of savages. We're fucking, we're the rebels, dude. So this is the fucking rebellion dude now if you haven't already i want you to fucking click the follow button i don't know the actual things on all the different websites whether it's the fucking subscribe button or it's the follow button i need you to go click that if you made it this far then this is a fucking five star episode i need you to go ahead and fucking rate this five stars i really appreciate all you guys listening it's time to join the fucking rebellion we'll see you guys next time